mic checks. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rare room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. Any topic. Even the random. It's a brand. I hope that you ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the random room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriter's Rant Room, where we keep it street, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it 1,015, y'all. Sometimes we say 2,015, depending on how we're feeling. But check it out, y'all. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, shit like that. So today, we got a real special show for y'all. We got my man, <clears throat> my home team, David Merritt, y'all. He's going to be here for you guys in a minute. Um, we are here live at the screening on Sony Plaza over here in Century City um, for the screening of his hit new movie called Mouthpiece, you guys. It's about to come out. It's going to blow up. He's got lots of interest and lots of different um, distributors and different um, studios interested. And like I said, we're here at Sony right now. So, you know, Sony, damn it, y'all need to pick him up. <laughs> So with that, um, we're going to be talking to a couple of the um, couple of the stars of the film, um, some of the people behind the camera today. You know, so tune in, just enjoy this episode, and um, get some game from it. You know, you guys, you guys can make some shit happen for yourself too. So this is again one of those type of one-on-one um, interviews I'm going to be doing without Lisa on this one. So bear with us, like I said. And, um, you know, we're going to have fun on this one again. So check it out. Again, this is going to be for the screening of Mouthpiece. Y'all ready? Let's get it in, y'all. So here we are, you guys. I'm here with my man, Sean Pullman, y'all. What's up, Sean? All right, all right. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so we just watched you guys in Mouthpiece. Now, we find, now, check it out for you guys who don't know. We did a web series version. Yeah. We did a pilot version. Uh-huh. And now we've done a movie version. Transformer. So, nah, that's what's up. See, here's the interesting thing. I always tell everybody, here's a cool thing about today. It's all about progression, right? right? Mm-hmm. So why not? Because, you know, I teach at the Writers Guild and all these other places. I'm right, always yeah. encouraging people to don't just take that one script and say somebody doesn't like it, right? Right. Take it and move it forward to another place. Okay, mm-hmm. it didn't work as a short. Mm-hmm. Can you expand on that story and turn it into a pilot? Yeah. To expand on that story and turn it into a movie, right? So that's one thing I always give David credit for is he fucking expanded the shit. <laughs> you he know what I mean? He did. It's, it's hit some, um, I guess, some evolutionary bumps along the way. And mm-hmm. um, that's what needs to happen in order for things to, you know, transpire. Absolutely. And to reach from point A to point B. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about you. Where are you from? How you got into the game? Well, um, I'm, right. well I'm from England. And um, hence that, hence that cool ass accent. Look, he all sexy and shit. I got the videotape. (laughs) I'm from England, and Uh um, I came to America in I think that was 1997. Um, And I fell in love with movies when my dad took me to see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Really? Yep. So you thought you was gonna be an action star? I just, I just like, wow, this is is it. (laughs) You know. And then uh, plus, we we only had four channels in England um, before Sky satellite tv came yeah. out and then um so james bond used to come on literally every every weekend uh-huh. so it was james bond and um indiana jones mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I got to give those oh, guys credit. So, so you need to see that new one. What's that new one, that new movie out right oh, now? Septa. The Kingsman? Oh, The Kingsman. Have you seen that yet? No, we haven't seen it yet. My Dude. girl and I are actually um, trying yeah. to figure out a spot to see that on date night, you know? Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be the shit. Yeah. It's supposed to be like the younger, cooler, hipper version That's of what that I was, shit. Yeah, yeah, the girl's like, she looks like an amputee with like ninja yeah. spears or something mm-hmm. on her. I can't wait. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually excited to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you moved over here like 97. Did you come here to be an actor? Or what um, well, no, that, you know, that I just came over here because my mom sent off for a visa and then it took 14 years. Really? And yeah, so she was pregnant at the time with me right. when she sent off for the visa. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 14, we actually got it and it gave us 120 days to leave the country. Wow. Or go to the back of the line. So we hopped on a plane uh-huh. and immediately came over here and we moved to Florida. And um, I was working at Arby's, taking out trash and one, one, one evening. And um, this lady stopped me and uh, gave me a card. Mm. And she got me into um, IMTA. Okay. And, um, Is that an agency or something? No, that's actually uh, sort of like a Barbizon scenario. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, where, yeah. where do you go and there's a Cause panel. Because he, he pretty, y'all, just so y'all know. Pretty uh, Ricky, what we call mm, him. I got a face for radio, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, then uh, an agent found me, and then uh, it just like fates, and it was like that was the opening door to All something right. that I had a deeper love and passion for. Mm-hmm. So then, um, you know, after a couple of years, you know, you you just get some opportunities, and then you realize it's not what you thought it was. Sure, sure, sure. Then you you got to dig deep and. <laughs> Are you saying out. it's jaded here? No, no, no. I'm not saying it's jaded. All I right. mean, like, like. Um, you don't know what it takes to get what you right. really want. Okay. So when you finally mm-hmm. learn that, wow, it's just not e- as easy as one, two, three, mm-hmm. that it takes like some skill mm-hmm. and patience, and you have to those are re- those are acquired over time. Okay. They don't just pop up. You so did I mean? you? So did, were you doing a little bit of modeling first, or what? Well, you? I was doing a little bit of modeling th- first, but um, I do want to take it back. But oh, sure, sure. That um, I'm I did play Oliver Twist in Oliver. Yeah, in yeah. England, in the, my school theater, QEH. The musical or the play? No, the play. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, that was like my first like, real taste of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then I think that's planted a seed. I don't know see, how that was. See, that's one of the things I like about London and yeah. England in particular. And what part of England did you grow I'm up from, in? I'm from Bristol. Bristol? Yeah, Fishbones, right. Bristol. Yeah. yeah, okay. Now, one of the things I love about England in particular, now, there's still not enough. But mm-hmm. England isn't afraid to, like you said, when I was in school right. or when I was a kid, I was able to play Oliver. Yeah. Here, they're like, oh, well, Oliver's a little white kid. Well, like, exactly. Motherfucker, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, it's, it's strange. I, I, you know, um, my, my mom's black and my dad's white. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't realize, you know, I was um, of color until I grew up and someone told me that. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I just grew up in a house where that's Tom, that's Sally, this is Frank. As soon sure. as I came to America, they were like, who, the Spanish kid, the Chinese kid? And I'm like, <laughs> really? I'm yeah. the black kid? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll take that. Oh, fine. You know. So mm-hmm. it was interesting to learn that about myself and how okay. the world perceived me. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did the, do you think growing up in another country helps you in any kind of way? Because I was I was teasing you earlier about your accent, right? Right, right, right. And that that it seems like today. Now I'm a black gay man. Okay. Right, I'm not afraid. Y'all yeah, yeah, whatever. The fuck I am. You got fresh shoes on. You know, what I got saying? fresh I got shoes style, on. It's all you know good. Yeah, I see it. I got so. I like those shoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> they dope. That is the new joints. Mm, you know, every nice. week, every other month, I buy a couple of new joints. You know. Yeah, I'm mad at you. But um, you made me feel like a goddamn thong. Oh, here it is. So my first partner that I was with, his name mm. is David. Uh-huh. Um, he is from Manchester by way of London. Manchester. So he had the most interesting accent. Mm. I mean, because he was a combination. Like he, like you, when he was about 15, 14, right. he moved to London. Uh. You know, so he was a northerner who moved south. Right. right. And then he had that accent. And by the time he got to be like 
30 or something, he moved to the States. So Ooh. he had this really interesting accent. <laughs> That's a twist. And here's a trip. He looked like Simon Cow to the 10th degree. What? To the okay. 10th degree. That's Sounds like voice, Simon. Yeah. I'm just arrogant as fuck like Simon. Oh. So every time I see Simon, I'm like, oh, oh this guy. Yeah. Get out of here. Anyway, <laughs> another whole story. I had yeah. to go on a little side note. <laughs> okay, so, um, so, so you were getting into acting. So you, you ended up getting an agent and everything like that? Yeah. Um, it, you know, um, it's not easy. You know, to just like, oh, yeah, knock on people's doors and get an agent. You yeah. know what I mean? You have to make some friends and people got to get to know mm. you and see like where your passions lie. Because a lot of people just want to like, you know, one day they wake up and they got stars in their eyes. And True. that's not what it is. Those people will fizzle out Absolutely. extremely fast. Absolutely. It's like a long haul situation, you know, because either you got to write your own script and have the money to produce it yourself mm-hmm. and have friends to distribute it themselves. Mm-hmm. Or like you have to wait for fate to give you the perfect role and like that could happen in your next lifetime or yeah. after you're dead. So, yeah. you know, you need to it's a like 99 percent of your time. You have to find something and people to network with with the same interests so that you and them can blossom together because mm-hmm. you can't do it by yourself. Now, when you were in the the, the, the I, 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 I'm, IMT, yeah. IMT yeah. Did, did, were you tr- studying acting or anything? Because you, um, you act like to me, I'm going to tell you. Um, you know, because I co-produced the project. Yeah, you, know, you did. Early, well, well, yeah, several versions before. Writer, aren't you? Something <laughs> well, like that. Well, anyway, so yeah. <clears throat> one of the things is a trip is they. Um, oh, you really have to me. I remember when you came in. Like I said, as we all know, every you know when when we're casting a show, mm. and I've done many more since that thing. Yeah. Now I'm I'm probably produced more than anything now. Okay. And I still write, but it's like I'm like I'm producing four projects right now. You know You're what I mean? Man of made back to back to back That's to back. That's a juggling you know act I mean? right there. Oh, I love it. I love it to death. <laughs> so trip. Um you came in the door mm. and it's a trip because I never forget when we were in cast and I asked David, Who is who the fuck is three D? And he uh-huh. turned to me like, like, you don't know? He's like, oh, that's me. And I was like, really? He said, yeah. <laughs> so he envisioned mind. him a certain way. Uh-huh. So we were looking at like dark skin, bald, uh-huh. you know, a lot yeah, of yeah. those cats for your role. Right. And then you came in the door and I was like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? There's uh-huh. something different here. Mm. You have a charisma as if you come from the theater. Now, I'm one uh-huh. of those cats. And David has been with me in many casting sessions. When I see a cat come from the theater, I just have nothing but respect for him. I come from the theater since I was 12. And so there's an aura. There's just Mm -hmm. a certain type of command that you have, and you can see it in you early in the movie when you start really giving them the rules and how it all works. Right, right. And your voice comes on, and you're talking to the camera, and you just got fucking flavor. You know what I mean? Really, really. My mom's fault, my dad's fault, but I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, there's been, um, I think that basically comes from like being in the, the school I went to, QEH, Queen Elizabeth uh, Hospital. It's kind of like a Hogwarts, oh, really? but without the magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I spent a lot of time in a the theater there, just like even helping behind stage with the lights, with everything. And also sung in uh, the choir there. So we had to feel like cathedrals with our voices. Mm, Had to project. Yeah, we had to project all the way to the back. And to hear the acoustics was, was, it was, you know, therapeutic almost. Mm -hmm. 
and um, I think that that strengthened my diaphragm in itself. So, mm-hmm. um, well, you know how to use it though. Yeah, See, that I, yeah. is something that, yeah. and I don't know if it was instinctual. I didn't know if you went to school for that, but I remember when you came in and did. I was like, this motherfucker knows how to use his instrument. Mm. There's something that was standing out even among the <laughs> other pretty dark-skinned black dudes that we thought we were going to cast. You I feel think, me? So that was interesting to me. Yeah, I think I think that role in particular, the 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 3D. I think at that point in my life, I had. I had been going through or just came through similar situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I remember I was standing there and I had my cell phone in my hand and I was ready to do the scene. Mm-hmm. And Dave was like, um, uh, are you ready? And I was like, well, yeah, wouldn't I be talking, like texting my homeboy right now, talking <laughs> shit and like talking to you at the same time? And he's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay. And it was good because what happened was I missed the audition um, I had like three opportunities to go to the audition. Yeah, you came like when we were already called back. Yeah, so, yeah, like I just I came at the last minute, and so for the last three weeks, I had been running this script in my mind. Like, yo, this is dude's fucking jerk. <laughs> this guy, you know what I mean? Like this guy here. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I walked in the room, I'm like, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, no doubt. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And so it was. It became a second instinct for me at that moment, which is probably what you picked up on yeah. at the time. You know? What yeah. I mean? It was almost like um, you were able to channel. Oh, shit. yeah. You know, yeah. and I don't know if you know cats like this. If you were just channeling, you know, we all are influenced by hip hop. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you were channeling, you know, somebody. Do you know? Did you see anybody? Um, well, you know, I think, what, what do you think I it was? think, um, to be honest, if you sit down and you really like quiet the noise inside of you and mm-hmm. you search yourself and you learn yourself, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of everything inside of you. I believe that. Every character you see like on Sean TV, going deep on there's y'all a little bit. <laughs> there's a little bit of that in you. Now, if you you can spend time with that part of you and develop that part of you right. for a specific reason, this being a role, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But I think you know it's it's a good idea to know yourself before you can even begin to step out of it. Right. You know True. what I mean? No, I mean I think I remember when he when when we finally decided that you were going to be the guy, and I was like, yeah, I think he's. The guy, and, oh, and it was um, it was pretty fast, actually. Really? It may appear like you still were kind of coming in. Yeah. You were like at the last, you kind of were almost, not necessarily like, um, um, what's the other kid? Uh, uh, Josh. Josh, Because yeah. Josh was like last Yeah, yeah, minute. he was like, <laughs> you know we're already I mean? rolling, we need to get yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had seen him a week or so ago, and yeah. he had went back to Chicago, whatever the <laughs> fuck, yeah. and we were like, nah, dude, we got to go with dude. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. You, on the other hand, I was like, no, we're going to do light skin or dark skin, this dude's stronger because of this. This right. dude has this, but you know, it was like a real, well, what about, well, we, do we see him this way or do we see him that way? Right. And it was like, well, we already have, we already have LaMonica mm. who looks a certain way. Right. But we have another dude who looks a certain way. Right. How does that feel? We need somebody completely different right. who works good with a Josh. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kids. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say this to you guys. And and you as an actor, I'm gonna let you know when I'm casting some shit. If yeah. you haven't ever done it, you guys need to sit in with casting directors. Yeah, you got to sit in because you you will learn and and you'll be able to see why they're casting people. And it's not because you aren't the right role. Sometimes, like I said, you already have too many people who look a certain way. Right. You just got to change it with another role. Right. And that's what right. you did. You right. know, I'm not saying you weren't the right one or that you weren't better than everybody. Because to me, you were. Right. Well, I appreciate that. However, they, we also were casting. You know what I mean? If you like I said, if you would have had two Lamonicas, how would that have looked? Yeah, it's, you feel me? Yeah. But to me, you were better than the other Lamonica, if that makes sense. Oh no, I got it. Yeah, yeah. no, it, may, it it does make sense. And and being like I've I've sat in with a couple of cast directors okay, and, and and coaches and mm-hmm. 
and I've sat in as the casting director too, Smart. which is um, a completely different mm-hmm. perspective on the scene. So, are you starting to produce or something? Is that what you um, mean? you know, some yeah, I'm I'm, I'm dabbling. I yeah. I have a couple projects which uh, I feel are good to go. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let you know maybe afterwards or whatever. All right. Um, but um, yeah, I feel like it, it it's very different than what you would think as an actor because mo- most actors are driven by like this ego need of, of something sure. and really like if you're diving into a character like the character doesn't have an ego he's just experiencing or she's just experiencing what is actually happening to them so that there is no ego like oh i'm this certain way mm-hmm. or whatever they're just experiencing it so like as a casting director like i don't want to see someone coming in and thinking they're the shit mm-hmm. like if the character thinks that a shit, then fine. Sure, sure, you know what sure. I mean. But when, when in your real life, if you act that way, like mm-hmm. I really don't want to know you yeah, as it. a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, I think it's important that I can read the person as learning and like articulating what the character needs. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to like an ego. So, like, I've learned that for myself. It's grown experience for myself mm-hmm. too, because we all have our egos. But it's sure. it's it takes. I think you need a little bit of ego to su- survive here, you know. But the, yeah. but I mean I mean it in a in the most positive way, you know. Like yeah, I said, no. I'm an educator and a teacher by nature, right? <clears throat> and and to some extent, it may have been some of my demise, and I only mean in the sense I could be so much further along with the things that I do. Be, but I spend so much time helping people or stopping or sitting on the middle of a set reading somebody's script, giving them notes. I right. mean, I'm just, I got to help somebody. I got to, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? That's how, it, that's how like we all grow. Yeah. And if we're not growing, then, you know, what's the point? Absolutely. Let me ask you one question. Um, we're about to wrap it up in a minute. What was your favorite thing to shoot on, on Mouthpiece? Hmm. My favorite thing to shoot on Mouthpiece was actually... Um, that scene with my fiance. Oh. Because. Is that the new one? Yeah. Did you guys add it by the fire? Yeah, by the yeah. fire. Only because I had to face, you know, things inside of myself and things stirred inside of me. Hmm. So, like, I felt like I was being honest, mm-hmm. you know. So that felt more organic and real to me as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, picking up the regulars at the club or whatever because like that's just that's the surface of the iceberg sure sure, sure. well that scene was me facing some of my own demons mm-hmm. you know what i mean okay so um that was the best scene for me mm-hmm. to shoot because mm-hmm. you know I what's grew. funny there was um there was a scene where oh right before um la monica takes jackson by the throat Mm-hmm. That whole scene, and I, I don't know if it was just the two of you guys talking, but yeah, there was yeah. something going on, and you would like look like, damn, like he's talking about me. There yeah. was something, yeah, and there was a close up on you, yeah, where I went like, <gasps> you know yeah. what I mean? For a minute, I lost my breath. Well, that's... and they cut back, and you still were there, even yeah. in the two shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, that's just it's life experience. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you go through a little bit of life, and you realize that you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So you need to sit back and be contemplative about certain things, but also not stay in that state and take action mm-hmm. because, you know, ain't, <laughs> we ain't getting any younger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So you just got to nail it, nail it down, yeah. man. 
when you get so that chance. Let, let's just tell the kids what's so what's next for you? What you got going on? Um, well, we're producing this um, little mini series called Americana. All right. You guys gonna do it on the web, or what you guys? Gonna yeah, do? we're gonna we're gonna do it on the web, uh, just to get it out there, you know, because you know you, you got to keep it moving. Yeah. You Can know you what say mean? what it's about, or just like yeah, a little Yeah. Well, blur? you know, it's two two LA drug traffickers, and mm-hmm. one one it doesn't have any morals, and the other one does. So it been their best friends from childhood. So okay. it's a interesting dynamic. Is something you are gonna star in and produce? Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna star in producing it. Um, yeah, we got we got some nice big names from some cool. other. We're, we're we're excited about it, you know. Yeah. We got we got some other stuff on the horizon too. <laughs> some very interesting stuff. Uh, what is it? A a psychopath, a, a, a psychopath gigolos was kind of okay. interesting. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm I'm having fun with this whole thing. Yeah. I'm really. But see, what myself. I like is, and I was talking about it earlier. What I like is to hear. You know, it's been a, it's been basically three years yeah. since we first started. Mount yeah, Peace. yeah. It's been and a here while. we are, three years later. Yeah. Three years ago, you weren't producing. No, you know I what wasn't. I mean. So that's what I like to hear. Where growth. you know the progression, the growth, and you know what I mean. I think that is super important for the kids out there to realize you to you know five ten years ago yeah. you were focusing on I'm just an actor, I'm just a writer, I'm just a director. Yeah, yeah. Today, motherfucker, you got to be a hybrid. You got to okay? do everything because yes. there's so many opportunities that you're not taking advantage of, and if you don't, if you're not growing. Then you know what? Just stay in bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you very much. Hey, is there any place people can find you? You on? Um, yeah, you man. On, just uh, Instagram just or check me out Twitter. on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. It's all. It's I'm. Tell I'm them here. Sean Pullman there on you Instagram. You you Google Sean Pullman. I'm there. I'll show up. <laughs> all right. That's what's up. Well, thank you very much for being on the show, man. Thanks Let, for having me. Let's get to the next person. All right. Thanks, Sean. You're welcome. What's up, you guys? We are back with. The wonderful, beautiful, lovely, illustrious, isn't that a word he used in the script? <laughs> Tatiana Dektar? Dektar, that's right. Dektar. All right. What's up, girl? How are you? Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for coming. We appreciate it. Thank um, you for having me. I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, we just got through watching the uh, the the... The, the screening for the movie, I was talking with Sean Pullman a moment ago about progression and about how, you know, when, when, I, when I first helped David make this project early on, we started with, you know, we were going to do something on the web. Mm-hmm. And then we started, we we're going to do something as a pilot. And then next thing you know, he turned it into a film. And I'm like, see, to me, that is what we're supposed to do. You know, I was talking with Sean also about how now he's starting to produce. You know, and I was like, see, three, four years ago, you weren't producing work. He says, no. I said, you're fucking, oh, yeah, you can cut some of my show, by the way. <laughs> I said, see, you're fucking progressing. You know what I mean? And that is a good thing. So where are you from? I am originally I'm from St. Petersburg, Russia. You are not. She got I that am. fake accent. I am too. Came from over there. <laughs> I am originally from St. Petersburg, oh, Russia. There you go. <laughs> and how I long can do you, Russian accent. How long have you been here? <laughs> Um, over six years now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you don't, she don't quite have her platinum card yet. She's still too young. You, know <laughs> I mean? you get your platinum card when you're like 15, 10, 15, 20 years or something. Not a veteran yet. <laughs> so how did you, um, were you always an actress or how did it come to you? You know, it's kind of interesting because I have been acting since I was 15. Okay. But I wasn't actually pursuing acting Mm. that's the fun part about it i was a model since i was 14 i started at 14 years old and um anytime that you know like production companies needed you know like 
beautiful girls, like model girls, mm-hmm. who could act. They would come to our modeling agency and they would be like, okay, which one of your girls can act? And they would always like say, this one can act. You know, like and this one is outgoing. Role, she's huh? yeah. And funny. I would get a role and then I would get, a, you know, like upgraded, mm-hmm. you know, like get more lines and stuff. And at that point, I didn't even realize what I was doing. Like I would be in a TV, famous TV show. Mm-hmm. you know like uh with a celebrity and they gave me like a bunch of lines can you memorize that right now i'm like sure yeah i was always <laughs> you know like pretty good with memorizing the lines you know because okay. i write poetry mm-hmm. and um they were like okay cool awesome that's our girl uh and then after that one day you know like after the episode comes out i come home and there's like a group of people like next to my apartment building mm. and at first, I didn't realize what the crowd was doing there. And then I started hearing my name. And I'm like, <laughs> are they talking about me? And like, it turns out those were the people who, like, some of them knew me. Some of them didn't. Mm. And one of them like, are you sure she lives here? It's like, I'm telling you. I used to go to school with that girl. <laughs> and I was like, holy mother, they are talking about me. You oh, know, like, funny. and it was, yeah, it was like, it was really like a surreal experience because I didn't. I didn't realize what it was, you know, like until mm. this happened, and mm. I was like, okay. So you got a little, you got a little bug there. Did it, did it kind of make you feel good, or what did it do? It freaked me out. It freaked you out. Yeah, you see a lot. You, you're a girl. You come yeah. back home. It's late. It's dark, and there's a bunch of men standing next to your apartment building <laughs> oh, looking for men, you. She, she didn't say men. <laughs> you know, so like, yeah. Okay. Um, so when did you come over to the states, and um, did you come here to be an actor or a model, or what did you, what did you come um, up for? No, actually, you know, like a, a lot of people assume that I came to United States and I the only place that I lived in was uh, Los Angeles. I, okay. I, I've traveled before I settled here, but I never felt compelled to stay anywhere else, mm. even though, the, you know, those were like some amazing places, New mm-hmm. York, Miami, you know, like I've been to some, you know, like really beautiful places in Colorado. Okay. Um, love it at all. But I wasn't feeling like it's my home and here. Mm-hmm. I just kind of fit in, you know, like because I'm a I'm a free spirit. I like to express myself. I'm okay. an artist. I'm a deliberate like you creator, mm-hmm. you know. Like so, I like to put my mind to something and create something, you know. Okay. Like it excites me so much. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, you know, like I I just started working with some people on the project and and I'm immediately, you know, like I'm seeing things, you know, like with the eyes of my character. I'm like, oh my gosh, we can do this and we can do that. And they're like, oh my god, we love your excitement mm-hmm. about this. I'm like, well, I love it, mm-hmm. you know. That's so. good. I like that. I like that. Now, when did you... Um, so, obviously, you came in an audition for mm-hmm. this role. Um, uh, what was it like for you to audition for us? And I'm always curious to ask an actor that. I never do. Actually, uh, this was very interesting because... David knew my work from some people that I worked with before, and I got recommended for it apparently because when he called me up, um, Mm -hmm. we didn't we didn't know each other, Mm -hmm. you know. Like so, he was like, "So I heard you can act," (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, "Well, (laughs) let's hope so." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he's like, "Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna need you to do this and that." You know, like, "Are you available?" I'm like, "Oh, that sounds really cool." You know, like, "Yeah, (laughs) of course I am." You know, so like, this is how it started. I didn't actually go through. Um, the auditioning process mm-hmm. with this one, but I'm super happy mm-hmm. that I got to participate in this project. It was so much fun, mm-hmm. and David is so easy to work with. Mm-hmm. He has this really nice combination of being serious and on point, and at the same time, he's very easygoing, and mm-hmm. he creates this like really good flow on set. You know, like see, he, that that's a perfect combination for a director. You need to yeah. be 
light and fun yeah. on the set, but you also need to be able to, you know, yeah. if you don't have a J. Focus Michael Briggs, get stuff you done. need to be able yeah. to, you need to be able to put your foot down and be like, guys, we need to go right now. You still need to be able to have a little bit of that. You know, that doesn't offend people or make people not want to work with you. And, yeah. you know, you just it's, it's a hard balance to have. And every director does not have it. Absolutely. And I think it kind of comes natural for him. He's got this like enormous amount of charisma mm -hmm. and he basically makes an impression immediately mm -hmm. that he's the man with the plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like he's the guy who knows he's what like, he's doing. I know doing. what I'm doing. He's yeah, he That's knows what he's you can tell and um you know he's on the mission, you know, he's serious about you know you can see how he cares about everything, how mm -hmm. much he, you know, like cares about his cast, about his crew, about mm -hmm. being on time, you know, like about getting everything right. And at at the same time He's not afraid to kind of roll with the punches. So okay. th that's actually something that every actor really appreciates because sure. sure, we appreciate when everything is well planned out and we get our script in time, you know, like mm -hmm. we can work on our lines, mm -hmm. and, you know, like we get like, uh, you know, like good advice and everything. And But at the same time, you know, like, I mean, acting is still being. We sure. channel those people. We basically... Um, allow them to come into this world, into our realm, mm -hmm. through us mm -hmm. and express themselves through us. I mean, as characters, they are too, you know, like souls and spirits that were created by sure. some other people out there. But, you know, they kind of like their life, they have feelings, they have history. And our, you know, like job as actors, I guess, is to investigate it and, and find out who they are and kind of like invite them. Okay, come on and play, you know. And David allows it to happen he allows the magic to happen mm -hmm. he will give you all the guidelines you need but mm -hmm. at the same time he leaves room for you as an artist to add to the project and see that's what you're supposed to do as a director you're supposed to cast the right actors all you do is give them a little bit of blocking so that you make sure the camera's where you want it to be or where you envision the shot and then let them go Absolutely. you know they should be able to add to whatever is already written you Absolutely. know what i mean so what's next for you? What you got going on? I have um, a very fun project that I'm working on right now. Um, it's can you talk a, about it? Yes, I can. Can you just give us a little blurb about yes, what I it can, is? I can, I can give you a little bit, yes. Actually, a couple of projects I want to mention. <laughs> um, there's a feature film coming out this year. It's called okay. She-Wolves, and I'm playing a main villain. Really? This, Congrats. Yeah, That's what's that. And um, it's a immortal countess who is mm. like 600 Horror years movie? old. It's a horror, yes. My it's a horror genre, genre yes. <laughs> um, so she's a werewolf, mm -hmm. and she's kind of like it's. It's a very interesting story because like she kind of has like a pack of her own, okay. you know. Like and she's kind of like moving from one country to another, and then finally comes to the United States. Mm. And this is when it gets really interesting mm -hmm. and really bloody. <laughs> <laughs> and do you get to use your your strong Russian accent for that, or what do you do? For Actually, that? I was a Romanian in this one. Okay. So I kind of, I kind of, you know, like I don't always play Russians. Okay. You know, like, but I do love actually playing Russians. Mm -hmm. But uh, some, you, you prefer uh, to play the bad I, girls than the good girls, or I does it like, matter to you? I like a good balance. Okay. You know, I mean, honestly, uh, they say that the villain is the victim whose story was never told. Yes. You know, basically, there is no, there is no flat characters. There mm -hmm. is no one-sided, mm -hmm. you know, like one side of the story. There's always something more, and a good you know, artist, a good director, you know, like a good screenwriter mm -hmm. will know that and they will make sure to bring out, you know, the best even in the villain and they will show that there's something mischievous even in the hero. Definitely. Which brings us to the other project where 
uh, that I'm really excited about mm. that's coming out really soon. Um, it's called Superpower Beatdown. <laughs> Are you heard of it? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay, Superpower Beatdown by Bad in the Sun. Yeah. And I am Sounds playing... Sounds like a song for like some cool pop band or something. It does, or, doesn't yeah. it? Somebody mm-hmm. needs to write some you know, like music <laughs> and lyrics to that. Um, so it's basically a... Um, a web project, uh, like a series of short films where Mm. um, these guys, they figured out something really amazing. Like they take superheroes from different universes like Marvel versus Mm -hmm. DC, for example, and and have them fight each other, which would never otherwise happen in the real world because different universes, Mm -hmm. you know. So... I'm playing uh, Black Widow. I'm making an appearance as Black Widow. Really? Yeah, with okay. Natasha Romanov, who mm-hmm. is a, a Russian super spy. And um, in the episode featuring Aaron Shonka and uh, John Morrison. Okay. And they're playing a Nightwing and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a and pretty amazing fight. I think we're a couple of months away. Okay. You already you know. shoot it? We already did some of the production. Okay. Okay. Already did some of the production mm. and uh, uh, some of the post production has been already, you know, like figured out. And I am super anxious like, to see this one. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, where can people find you? Are you on Twitter or Instagram or anything I, or Facebook? I have all of the social media pretty much covered. I do have a Facebook fan page. Okay. Uh, if you go to uh, facebook.com forward slash Tatiana Dektar. This is where it gets really tricky. Uh-oh. I'm going to spell it out for you. T A T I A N A D E K H T Y A R, which is also my website. You know, like you can go to my mm-hmm. website, tatianadektar.com, okay. and it has links to my um, Twitter, my IMDb page, and my Facebook page. Okay. And well, I'm cool. also on Instagram. Well, what do you know? Well, there you go. A little missed photos, right? <laughs> Everything is covered. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate you being on the show. Congrats for, you know, being in Mouthpiece and what's happening for you in the future. Super so, excited. Though. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. So I'm here right now with my man, <laughs> J. Michael Briggs, AD to the stars, also an actor. Let's clarify. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this discussion before. <laughs> so my man, J. Michael, do they just call you J. Michael? What do they call you, J.? J. Michael is fine. You prefer to you have it the mixture? Call me whatever you want, just don't call me late to dinner. That's what my grandfather used to tell me. <laughs> so we got my man, J. Michael Briggs here, guys. Um, actor, producer. Do you write it all? Are you just... Uh, 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 I w- I'll say no. Okay, come a little now. closer to the mic, by the way. All right, cool. So, th- um, so you were the, uh, the the assistant, the AD on this. Uh, I started out that way, yes, mm-hmm. and ended up getting himself. Uh, you know, it's funny. You told me you were going to be the bartender in in in, in the film, mm-hmm. and I thought you were going to say one line. You were in like a long scene. You had a bunch of stuff. It's crazy, huh? Yeah, and he was like, he just kind of pretty much offered that to you, huh? Uh. You know, from the very beginning, he's he kept telling me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're talking about David, the, yeah. the director. He kept telling me, "Man, I, I know you're an actor, um, and I'm gonna take care of you. Don't mm-hmm. worry, I'm gonna take care of you." <laughs> you know, he came uh, through. Yeah, he did. Right? Uh, he's a man of his word. Yeah, I actually saw some tape on there that you could use. You know what I mean on your on your reel. So Fantastic. I think that's important, right? That's good. I'll have you edit it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I were talking before the screening ever started mm-hmm. um, that. That um, you 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 aren't ading as much anymore. You're still producing, but you really are an actor. Now let's just talk about what you and I were having a conversation about. We were we were talking earlier about how um, sometimes you think like like 
you, you were asking me, hey, how did you know I st- if you're casting, you let me know. And I'm like, I still see you as an AD. You know what I mean? When you meet somebody in one particular realm or, or their, their, their genre or whatever that they're working, you start thinking that's what they do. You it's, know? It's so true. Um, I was, it's funny. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah. I've got friends of mine that I've worked with for, gosh, well over 12 years. Mm-hmm. And these are good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we have Thanksgiving dinner together. <laughs> and I can't get them to cast me in their movies because they, they want see you to be me the AD, as a producer they? or yeah. whatever. But uh, you, you really are, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, you really are one of the best ADs I've ever seen. Oh, though. God bless you. Energy-wise, um, likability, and still firm. Kind of what, what Tatiana was talking mm-hmm. about, about having um, a director who has a little bit of both. You have a little bit That's of both, too. That's very sweet of you. You know um, what I mean? I put that down, though. <laughs> uh, you know, I, well, here's the thing. About, uh, you know, L.A. is full of multi-hyphenates. And Absolutely. God knows I'm one of them, too. So, um, <laughs> But I think uh, for those of us who aren't blessed with the dust... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were um, talking about some dust I, earlier. Yeah, Sometimes uh, you have a little bit dust, of that fairy you know? dust, you know, yeah. that... Just uh, blesses you, you know what I mean? Tatiana I, I, has it, though, with her pretty self. Oh, she up. does, yeah. <laughs> I noticed her when I first saw her walk mm-hmm. on set when we did our scene. I was like, wow. Felt the energy. She was great. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you don't have that magic dust, you've really got to multi-hyphenate yourself in a town like this. Yes. Because, look, it's a given that people are talented. Mm-hmm. That's not even a question. True. And casting is not going to be about who's more talented than the other person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, uh, I needed to focus more on the acting um, because that's where my heart is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always been that way. I mean, yeah. for 25 years. No, see, this is important to me because, like you were saying, a lot of people are multi-hyphenates. You know, sure. I'm a multi-hyphenate. I came yeah. here in 1996 to be an actor. You know, I was working since I was 12 years old. You know, who knew that I was going to be doing all this shit right. and on the other side of the camera? And I wrote a script and went to Sundance, and I was like, oh, shit. Right. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? Who knew? And, um, but I'm all about progression. You sure. know, how do you progress to the next thing? How, you need to be open to change. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of what we're talking about is you even, even though to me you are one of the best ADs I've ever seen in <laughs> Hollywood, and I've seen a lot of them, um, you had to decide for yourself, okay, did I come here to be an actor? Did I come here to be an AD? Right. And I that have became to cut a trap off for somewhere. Me. It right? did. I started booking a lot of work as an AD, and mm-hmm. I had to take a step back and be like, well, wait a minute. You know, is this really what I want to do? Mm-hmm. And, of course, the more AD jobs I had, the more people knew me as an AD and less people knew me as an actor. So it really it became a hard choice for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like doing the ad stuff it's lots of fun and let me tell you man the first time i was ever on set i was at home that was it i mm-hmm. was done mm-hmm. you know and i didn't have anything to do with anything then mm-hmm. so you know and i think that's probably why i started doing ad work is because i just wanted to be home well you know the good thing about being an ad and i was just talking about this on another show with another uh, uh producer if when you're an ad you know almost everything on the set and if you don't know it, you're familiar with almost everything, every department, every, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. It no, is one I, of the best things to do. It's pretty you know? cool. I was with David before we started shooting, like mm-hmm. months before we mm-hmm. started shooting. Just, you guys have to become best friends. Yeah. Knocking <laughs> down know? the shot lists mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And we spent a lot of time and a lot of Starbucks together, mm-hmm. you know, getting everything ready. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I, you know, really, you're a clock 
I, I think an AD is more of a clock watcher than anything else. I think that's the number one job for an AD. Okay. Watching the clock. Interesting. You know, um, the producers worry about the money. The AD works worries about hitting. You know that time. Mm-hmm. You've got so much time to get so many shots in in, in a day. Mm-hmm. And you got to hit that clock. Yeah. You got to be constantly. You do not want to call Grace. <laughs> no, no, that's oh, yeah, that's an evil word. Exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's a pretty stressful gig. And while I was happy at home, you know, doing the AD stuff, you know, that, that voice in the back of my head says, "Hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of getting distracted here. Sure, sure. So we need to refocus." And I'm glad I did because things picked up for me. You know. Yeah. On the other side. So. I mean, that's why I wanted to, to, to talk to you about that just a little bit, because I think that's important. You know, a lot of people out there come to Hollywood with a dream mm-hmm. to either be an actor, writer, director, producer, whatever the hell. And then you get sidetracked sure. on something else Easily. because it's paying you more money. Yeah. You know, you decide to just be a nurse or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever it is right, that right. you do. And I always think at some point you have to decide what am I going to sacrifice, uh-huh. right? Am I going to sacrifice <laughs> the place I live, the car I drive, the shoes I wear to do what I need to do, Right. you know? And, and I think that's what you kind of have to decide, it, you know, it, for yourself. I'm laughing because I just recently had a very similar conversation with a good friend of mine, Radon Chung. We mm-hmm. were talking about this over lunch. <laughs> And she was telling me, you know, because I also, uh, I, I'm a, a nurse, mm-hmm. an emergency room nurse. That's mm-hmm. one of the things. So I'll, you know, pick up shifts every once in a while. Uh, it's called registry. So I can work in any hospital, anywhere so in L.A. County. I can work okay. whenever I want. Mm-hmm. So it's great as an actor, you know, sure. if I want to do something or if I don't, if I have downtime or, um, you know, if I want to keep myself busy when okay. things aren't busy. Yeah. Um, that's a great way to do it and make some money. Yeah. And Radon was telling me, she's like, you know, Michael, you got to stop doing that. You know, you mm. got to stop doing the nursing. And, and if that's I told her, not what you want to well, do. No, no. And I told her, I said, listen, you know, I do this for, you know, really for my soul. Mm-hmm. More than anything else. Okay. It keeps you grounded, helping yeah. people. It really does. I agree. And uh, I also made a joke with her. I told her, I said, listen, you were born a celebrity. You have no <laughs> idea what okay. it's like. For real. Who is daddy? Hello. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, she laughed. But um, yeah, um, I, I think there's there's three paths to happiness, through the head, through the heart, and through the soul. Mm-hmm. And if you can fashion a life that puts a light on all three of those areas, you're going to do okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, mm-hmm. let's just tell people where can they, where can they find you. And stuff. Are you on? Um, just search J. Michael Briggs and all the stuff will come up. Okay. It's there. You know, IMDb, Facebook, you, you know, all the social yeah. media stuff. Because you always promote some movie or something you're in uh, or you got well, going on. I've you got know. Run Like Hell that's out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, please go watch it. Run Like Hell. Yeah. Spelled just like it sounds. You can get it <laughs> anywhere online. Um, it's out on DVD. I think it's in some of the stores. Okay. Um, I think Xbox has it, which is that's really good. crazy to me. Because I, I was like, Xbox movies? All, really? all the kids are playing. Why right. not let them yeah. watch some shit? So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's out there. Please go watch my movie and support me. <laughs> and uh, I play the bad guy. Uh, and it was fun. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, I think you'll like it. It's uh, a little bit... Uh, if I had to compare it to something, I'd say a lot like The Devil's Rejects. Okay. Good. Love a, that tone. But a nice little yeah. nice little twist to it. Right. Uh, I think people that like horror will really enjoy that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have another one out right now called Hard Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we just won an award over at the Orlando Film Festival. Um, it's been making the rounds. It's mm-hmm. also out and available everywhere. iTunes, Amazon, you name it. Anywhere online, you just search Hard Sun. That's S-U- S-U-N. S-U-N. Yeah. 
on S O N. Um, and you'll, you'll find it. It's out there. Uh, you can also go to the websites, uh, I believe runlikehellthemovie.com, and you can just pick it up directly from the, the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also hardsunmovie.com. Okay. I hope I got that right. Okay, if cool. I didn't, don't kill me, uh, <laughs> producers. So. Well, thank you, J. Michael Briggs. Oh, we man. appreciate uh, it, listen, buddy. Listen, I'm a fan, Hillier. Hey. Thank you. Thanks for thank having you, me. Man. Appreciate feel- it. What's up, y'all? So we are back with my man, Josh. You say Pertler? How do you say the last Pertzler, name? Pertzler, yes. Pertler. German. Per- oh, now you're German, too. I'm not German, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> my man, Josh, <laughs> excuse me, um, who plays, uh, uh, what's, your, what's your character's name? Matt. Matt? The that night. ain't what they call you, though, Choir Boy. Uh, choir Look at boy. him. He's trying to sneak out like he ain't Choir Boy. I mean, legal name, Matthew, but <laughs> Choir Boy, yeah. You know, okay. the... The, the young, naive one mm-hmm. that tr- kind of keeps everybody together. And, yeah. You know. So if you could describe Mouthpiece, how would you tell people what Mouthpiece is about? Oh, man. I would say it's um, it's a show where it's like real life. I don't want to say, I don't want to say Entourage, mm-hmm. but it's something where it's like... I don't think it's a bad thing to say it's Entourage. It's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. I always say it's Entourage with hella more flavor. You, oh, you feel way, me? If that makes sense? Way more flavor. Yeah. You know, a little, uh, a little less. A lot more bland. sexier. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You know, a lot edgier. more color. Yo, come on now. <laughs> just a little more okay. color, too. Yeah. Just, a, just, a, just a little bit, though. Keep it real. That's yeah, what's up. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. um, it was great filming. Filming it was awesome. I, uh... I wasn't even old enough to get in the clubs at the time, actually. Damn, so you were I, that really, young? I really, because uh, my character is uh, naive and I really, I don't know how to talk to girls. Like, <laughs> so it really was you kind of like really, at the time. Unfortunately, really? in, in 2010, that was Interesting. me. Interesting. But, uh, you know, we, <laughs> so watching it, I'm like, oh, I was really scared. Like, I'm looking at myself nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm actually nervous. Yeah, there's, there's moments I can see. <laughs> even like the very first scene when you guys come up the elevator, uh, I was, you were like, I was. Yeah. Knees were shaking. That was the yeah, first, that was the we first shot, shot. thing we shot, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was so last minute getting mm-hmm. the role that I couldn't even cut my hair. You well, know, let me, so let me tell the people. Let me tell the people for those who don't know. Right, right. So, we had cast probably two other guys before you. And, and for whatever reason, one dude didn't want to do it. He thought it was too risque. Right. Another dude was like, oh, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is a very edgy movie. Right. You know? And I was talking um, to some of the other guys earlier. I was talking to Sean Pullman, and I was like, this is a really edgy show, right? And, um, and I'm all about progression. You got to admit, this has been kind of interesting for you guys. Three and a half years later, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, here you are still shooting scenes. Oh, you know right. what I mean? You guys are doing like freaking boyhood or some shit. Luckily, we're black. Yeah, and, you know uh, what I mean? Black don't crack. So yeah, still luckily. Look the same. Luckily. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And the, so that's that must have been an interesting ride to have to keep coming back. Because let's just tell the people. So you w- w- first we shot like a web series. Right, right. Right. Then we made it into a pilot. And then we made it into a fucking movie. And this whole you time know? I'm in Chicago. Yeah, and so you going back and forth to Chicago, back and forth to I, Chicago. I, I tried to, but there were uh, times I couldn't make it. So um, <laughs> even just watching it tonight, I really just didn't know what to expect really? at all. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's funny because I've seen it so many times and, you know, being one of the producers. But now 
I haven't seen this longer version. Right. So sitting back watching it longer is like, yeah. damn, it's fucking longer. Yeah, right. All these new, crisp, <laughs> all these crisp scenes inside of a studio. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, I kept catching myself, like, when I would talk, I'd look down, like, man, I really was young. and. Mm-hmm. But it shows good. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. I loved it. So, yeah. I mean, the difference between me then and now is, is definitely. Funny you say that. I was thinking about that, particularly with you. You and Sean in particular, for some reason, when I was watching the movie going, I wonder what they think, like, what things would they do differently now? Now that you're more mature, right? right, right. You know, because you still look like you could still play the same fucking kid. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know definitely. what I mean? Luckily. You know? not, we'll knock on wood with that one. I don't yeah. know how long that's going to last. Pretty but... Ricky with the call. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. Let me give you some game. Let me give, give, give right. me some game. I was an actress since I was 12 until I was 32 or 3. Okay. Right? Worked all the time. With Lorenz Tate and all them cats, right? right? Now, here's a good thing about you. This is something you got to embrace. Embrace how you look and the roles you play. I was up to like 25, 30 years old, and I still was playing 16, 17 years old. I'm 44. 40? What? See that? Y'all didn't know that. All right, all right. Pretty pretty Ricky with the call. Pretty, pretty Ricky. (laughs) 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 This could be you. Good. (laughs) And um, um, embrace it because, Trip. You got to realize that you, how old are you now? Do you mind me asking? 24. So you're 24 now. So if and you still go in for a kid who's 18, he's trying to add the half, like he grown or some shit. <laughs> Look, if you go in for a kid who's, let's just say, 17, right. right? Me as a producer, I'm looking for a guy like you who can still play younger right. to, to, so that I don't have to pay for that shit. Yeah, definitely. Right? You know so to, embrace it. Nope. Right, yeah, we don't have to babysit. So you know. don't need a babysit. You, you don't just, need all yeah, that. We don't need to have a teacher. Already. We don't need to have any yeah. of that stuff. So, um, I used to hate it. Embrace hate it because here's the other catch. Here's the other catch. Now that you're more experienced and more mature yeah. than you were four years ago, imagine going in for a role like this oh, now. I was right? thinking that tonight. So you would kill the kids oh, now. I cr- so when you done. go into auditions, embrace when you go in for a younger role. Right. Keep playing the younger roles until you can get yeah. the other shit. You know, until you get to be old ass, you know, Jackson McQueen or some shit. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. But until then, <laughs> <laughs> but until then, you know, embrace that. Yeah. Um, but let me just back because I was talking about how we had originally cast a couple of the oh, guys, right. you know, who were going to play the role, and I never forget. I got this call from uh, David or Catherine back to one of the other producers yeah. at the time. And it was like, we're going to go with this other guy at the less. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> with the one credit? With the one credit on his IMDb? That, that pretty let's, model let's dude? No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but you came in, though, and I, in the last minute, and I, you were ready, though. You were really? prepared. Actually, as, as, as much as you can see the flaws that you have yeah. as an actor at that time, Actually worked for the character. Okay. You were supposed to, word, you were supposed to be a fucking fish out of water. Yep. You know exactly what I mean? Exactly so, what it was. So too. you can tell people I was playing like <laughs> I didn't know shit. And you right? Know, and, 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 and the crazy thing is, like, David, the director, mm-hmm. is friends with my cousin, Rasan, mm-hmm. um, who I actually lived with when I first moved out here. So this, the whole mouthpiece, like, story is mm-hmm. my story. I mean, I moved out here from Chicago and I was... 18, 19, I lived with my cousin hmm. and his, him and his crew like showed me around. Oh, really? And it's like, it, it's life hmm. imitating art. Interesting. Oh, like you smart. <laughs> he went to, he went to quote, Chicago, quote. went to college and came back. Now he think he's. Yeah, I went, I just, you know what? I decided to just, I needed to calm down, mm-hmm. go to college for a semester. 
and then come back to LA. <laughs> that's exactly so what, is that what you did. That's exactly you what I did. Okay, you were gone for four months yeah. and you came back. You I, learned, I learned. I learned. Uh, you been go? You went back and forth a couple this times. This is my right, third time living in wow. LA. Yeah. At least you're time. doing it, because I'm gonna tell you, I have been here since 1996. I can't tell you. Every time I meet an actor, writer, director, producer, whatever, and they've been here for a year, and they're like, well, I think I'm going to move back home, and then I'm going to come back in a year. I'm like, you're not fucking coming back. Right. Yeah. You're not fucking, all oh, y'all, I'm telling all y'all bitches. Y'all Everybody. And I mean bitches in a, in a respectful way, so don't be, okay. <laughs> they, they got their girls in here, you know, I'm like, y'all bitches, they're like, who you calling bitch? <laughs> like, because I'll fight a girl, you know. Hey. All right. <laughs> Jackson fought a girl in the movie, okay. so. Okay. We got to do it. I don't know. Do she it. was bigger than him, though. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So um, so what's next for you? What you got going on? Uh, right now, um, I'm, I'm modeling full time. Mm-hmm. So I know. I, do. I can't even go to Wells Fargo Bank. My man just staring at me, looking at me going, that's all the money you bring you know, in here? No, honestly, Wells Fargo, <laughs> that ended. So no more Wells Fargo know, ATMs. <laughs> but, um, that was on for a while, though. for a couple years. Yeah. So And then Foot Locker, I'm on the website right now. Oh, cool. I do that every about every other month. And... Uh, just did Rue 21 in K-Swiss, mm-hmm. modeling-wise. But um, who, who, most, are you, who are you with for modeling? Who I'm with you? MSA. So okay. they're, a, they're a smaller agency based out of New York. But so they work, moved bitch. them over here mm-hmm. to L.A. And like they got a, a few good ones. And mm-hmm. then they just you know focus and try to okay. get that bank account a little higher. Yeah. But um, mostly music right now. I rap. Oh, you rap? Yeah. You, you got, you got uh, some shit? You got some stuff? Uh, yeah. You got something you can give me? Like you want me to rap? No, 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 right no. Now. Well, we are, I might fuck with you. Don't be teasing me. But Trip, here's the deal. At the end of my show, um, I usually play my theme song yeah. or some other fucking music that's jamming. Yeah. So if you got I some got a cool ass, 100%. you know, MP3 or some shit, right, or one, right. something that's jumping, yeah. I don't know, I'll bump it. Definitely. So what you going? What you get? What you got that oh, you like? Gonna, so I gonna, can tell gonna, the kids. Uh, we're gonna bump some of my music. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. We are all just for those who don't know, all you kids who just walked in. We are all over the world, okay? Screenwriters Rant Room is everywhere. Right. Okay? All 51 states. 51, 52. How many states we got? 59, 59? 240 states? Nah. But we are, like, all over the place, right? And um, we are in over 30 countries. Wow. Dude, it's crazy. What? Brazil, Australia. I mean, everywhere, dude. It's crazy. See? It's because of me. Because of me, hey, they love me. <laughs> 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 we love y'all back, motherfuckers. But look, so Trip, you feel like giving us a little spit? I could spit. I'm trying to find yeah, some you my just, music just spit something here. for us. Give us a little All something. Right. All right, here we go. You know? Be nervous, because I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Pertla, by the way. You could All find right. me at on Instagram or Twitter at Pert, P-E-R-T-P-E-R-T-L-A, Pert Pertla. So, you know, we're going close. a little freestyle. All right. I'm in the sky like a red eye Coming from the west to NY Sometimes I will disguise the fright And focus on my life I take all of the other shit and roll it up I smoke it once, maybe twice By the time I land, the sun's coming up Shine bright, it's too early for this light Goodbye, like Harry Houdini You cannot find me And you're really trying to figure out how I got here I'm just chilling back and unwinding I'm on the grind and you're looking, admiring Never stop dreaming, keep believing Journey told me better go and hold on to that feeling and people need to go green fresh i'm making meals here stay hungry never give them what they want because what you got will make them numb and they won't feel nothing like cocoa gummies <laughs> and it ain't about the money but i know mama would love something in the country middle of nowhere and a couple whips then poof i'm in the air on some houdini shit 
That's what's Perfect. up. Chicago? Yeah. Just a little Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Just a little Chicago. That's what's up. A little bit. Well, on that note, thank you very much, Josh. Yeah. That's a good one. We thank appreciate that. Thank you for that. having me. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful ladies around. Again, <laughs> at per- Pertla. Are you on, you on Twitter, too? I'm on Twitter, but you know it's... You ain't never really on nah, Twitter? It's you on Instagram it's all the time? IG all day. You know, y'all Snapchat. Kids. Snapchat. That pert hurt. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, Josh. Appreciate we appreciate it, it buddy. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Yeah, so check it. We are here. Yeah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> We're here with the one and only Jackson McQueen, actor, comedian with his crazy self. Yeah, I'm here. I'm in the building. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be getting in with y'all today as you see <laughs> so of course we just got through watching mouthpiece my man playing five feet five feet uh, <laughs> of hell of hell what saying. that's uh, what they say right lincoln that's his name he mm-hmm. uh, was the accountant and also uh the comedic um uh, <laughs> resource True. Which is funny, though, because you know how people, you know how at the end of a movie they'll show somebody doing the outtakes and shit. Of course, they focused on you, which I thought was funny. That was weird. That was weird, right? But it was, it was, like, it was like funny, the, though. You use my blooper reel? I mean, you use everybody. Shit. It was, that was a, little, it was a little awkward for me to watch the vulnerability of the bloopers. <laughs> but let's yeah. talk about um, this thing, because you came in and read for this role, dude, and... I mean, that was you were up against a lot of good comedian actors in, in this thing. You know, Lamar Tate, there was a lot of cats who came in from this There was some hitters in there, what yeah. I noticed, some hitters. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot of them. But they weren't me. <laughs> they weren't I. Yeah. Here's what you have that stood out for me. Okay. I mean, David has his own reasons for because he made, you know, the final decisions. Um, you have, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, Talent? Uninhibited. Okay. You're uninhibited. Okay. I think that is a huge key. And you should listen to this, Josh, and the rest of y'all suckers in here. <laughs> Josh and all y'all. Being uninhibited as an actor is one of the best things you can be. Hmm. Especially as a you being a comic actor, standing up there in front of people night after night after night makes you uninhibited. Because you are vulnerable on the stage. Free. I try to be right? free. You, you know, know what I mean? Free Nelson. Now. <laughs> We're busy going to sound. Now, Trip, it makes you uninhibited to be able to handle almost anything. Yeah. I'm one of those type of producers and directors when I'm working on a project. Would you guys see when you guys came in, you guys had to play theater games and shit. Yeah. Because we wanted to see are you willing to be uninhibited? Are you willing to be put in any situation that we can handle? You took every fucking situation. You yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. That's what we were looking for. You know, sometimes you have, to, you have to be willing to play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the, our art form is is playing around. We're doing a child's game at a king's ransom. That's so right. You got to be able to play. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> Look at Mr. Movie Star over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any scenes that was your favorite scene? Um, you know what David said. I thought was pretty, my scenes. This I, I love the um, only Sean and Raina. Mm-hmm. Rainy and, uh, by the by the fireplace, uh, fireplace with his 
pajama j- pajama. Yeah. <laughs> he was killing with the little underwear. They do wear drawers, man, or a towel or something. <laughs> I mean, you know, pajama pants and she had lingerie. He should have had on some boxers or something. That was, that, that wardrobe choice was, was was suspect. It was very. But suspect. but I, I thought they were dialed in. I really thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was uh, one of the most realer moments of yeah. the movie. They were committed. Yeah. You know, and I was yeah. talking to Sean about that. About he was in it at the moment. Yeah. You know, I was telling him there was a moment where the two of you guys were sitting at the bar. I think before. Uh, Big Country comes in and takes you by the throat. Okay. Where they're, you guys are having a conversation and there's, they do like a one little close up on him and he's like, like, like you said something to him and I almost lost my breath for a second. Mm-hmm. I was like, you were in right there. Oh, for a minute. man. You know no, what I mean? No, and it's, it's, that was a reshoot later. So, like, mm. I mean, his chops, you really could see. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think we all kind of grew, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He got some chops. I think yeah. everybody, everybody had chops. I mean, I, yeah, I, th- I think we had a really interesting catch. You know, like we were talking yeah. to Josh about. You know him being young and naive at the time. Yeah, he really was in real he life. He was young, and dumb. He used that full of you young. Know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You look yeah. in the dictionary with the young. Yeah, this yeah. motherfucker smiling. Wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was a young dude, young, yeah, young cat. Exactly. Yeah, so but, what you been up to, man? What's been going down? You know, we do a lot of stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, How often do you get out? You know, probably eight days a week. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kids, all you comedians, y'all hear this shit? How many times? Eight days a week. Eight days a week. Uh, twice a night if I can. You see I, what I'm hit, try, I try to hit as many open mics or or clubs I can. Every see, this night. is what I'm talking about. If fucking Chris Rock, as big as he is, can still go on small stages to practice, get his shit going, eight days a week. It's a craft. You just got to get better. You, you have mean? to. There is no end game. There's just, no just, end. You game. Only get better. You can't, you can't peak. So you gotta keep getting better. You watch that show that um, Jerry Seinfeld one he does with the coffee shit and he's driving not. in the car. You I gotta watch. But I heard look, it's good. Yeah, watch the one with Chris Rock and watch the one with um, with with Kevin Hart in particular. Okay. Kevin talks about how because what do he do? They drive around. They're just talking. He's shit. He's a hard worker. They're just driving around talking yeah. shit, right? And then eventually they get to a point where they go down and sit and have coffee, right? Anywhere, wherever they mm-hmm. are. <clears throat> he sits down with Kev, right? Mm-hmm. And Kevin, at some point, is talking about Eddie Murphy and how when he first met Eddie Murphy and, and they had a very intimate conversation. And he was begging Eddie, why don't you get back on the stage? And Eddie was saying, I was curious to hear this from another comedian. Eddie was basically saying, I already did it. I don't feel like I can top it again. Mm-hmm. Whereas people like Chris Rock and like you guys, you get, fucking Jerry Seinfeld, still is out there all the time. Well, I think what Ed- do you think? I think Eddie, he just, um, I think he's, He's scared. I believe that. You know, like, he's scared. I mean, because when he left, he was the top of the game. Yeah. So people expect so much from him. So yeah, he has, exactly, he has exactly. to put in work to get back. So mm-hmm. he, he's afraid of doing that work to get back to that level. Okay. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, because he, he fell off. Because there are a lot of comedians who are funnier than him right now. Oh, I believe that's, it. That's the reality. I believe it. So he get back in the game, he'll start over. Mm-hmm. He, he, I mean, you know, he's rich. So <laughs> that, that that broke hunger you have yes. is gone sometimes. Yes. You got to... Yeah. You gotta try to either you have broke broke hunger or you have I want to be the best hunger like Chris Rock and mm-hmm. John. You know what I'm saying I mm-hmm. have I have broke hunger, but uh, <laughs> hopefully I mean hopefully I you know but I, I just want to get better. I thought better. you was rolling. I wanted to get better. I do a lot of commercials, so I just okay. shot a Southwest Airlines commercial. You can mm-hmm. check it out. Uh, probably March Madness. <laughs> Wait, what you got out now? What would you um, tell I them again? I'm a Ford. That. I'm a Ford commercial. I mean, you know, I do like commercials, man, and they air when they want to air. So. Mm-hmm. I can tell you their schedule. You know, the thing about commercials, we don't get credits. You know what I mean? We don't get credits. We don't get, uh, no one knows I know, you are. can't even use it on IMDb and shit. Ain't that a bitch? Not even close. I, I, however, I did get like the top 
twenty most recognizable oh, really? commercial actors at one point. That's good. Yeah, that was a, that was a good year. <laughs> it's like nineteen seventy four. I was, was, I was yeah, rolling. That was, that was a good year. <laughs> well, Trip, you talking about commercials now? When I was an actor, because I actually come from the theater, and I started doing the theater, the theater. Of That's course. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I previously graduated from yeah, Harvard. Um, yeah, Cambridge of Hartford. <laughs> yes, 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 Juilliard. <laughs> yes, 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 Juilliard. Yes, 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 yes. Previously, previously. Yes. Now, Yale School of Drama. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hmm. Cheerio, Cambridge of Cambridge. Dartmouth, I believe, was there. <laughs> <laughs> Go, go ahead, go ahead, that's me. Go you ahead. made me forget my goddamn mm. thoughts. Isn't that a bitch? I came from the theater, so the theater is why I wish Yeah, oh, here's, here's the trip. Now, I, I always encourage people to get into commercials because commercials is a good place to really learn your, your craft fast. Make right? money. Well, yes. However, they don't air them the way they used to. You know, when I was an actor, man, back in the day, Who you I would have a commercial out. For two or three years. Two you, you know tell what I mean? You can buy now, a house off one spot. You feel me? Now you yeah. might go buy a, a pack of beans and Ralph's. <laughs> you can't, they don't, they don't okay. air. Because now yeah. they shoot eight spots to air on cable. Exactly. It's crazy. My very first spot I shot, I made 80 grand. Mm-hmm. What okay? about 10%, bitch? I'm saying, I'm saying. You know? Now that, that's, a, that's not years ago. Now you might make <laughs> 10. Five, I mean, you, you, you might make, you know what I mean, or it might mm-hmm, not air. Mm-hmm. I shot, but seven. it takes you time to make that money. It's crazy. People shot, think you got it I all shot now. Seven last year. Wow. Only one aired for one month. What? How about that? So the people think you, you ball it. Yeah. Nigga broke. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm saying they I think you're balling. People think you are balling. You be yeah. like said Josh being a print ads. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Think you balling? Mm-hmm. You broke. Yeah. Hey, mama, can I borrow ten dollars? Yeah. You're like, I ain't Tyrese. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so understand when you see a commercial actor or somebody like Josh on mm-hmm. on, on Wells Fargo, that nigga broke. Mm-hmm. So just know that. <laughs> just, just, just assume he's yeah. broke. Assume it. You, it might pay. It might you know? pay for a couple rents, but that's yeah, it. Assume, yeah, assume, assume. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not consistent. You assume, know I mean? but what you do see is the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You still go, he, he's working, he's working, so he, oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. Eventually, he'll get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I've seen overnight successes for, take 10 years, but you know how yes, it is. You know. Absolutely. So what's, what's next for you? What you um, like I said, man, I mean, I'm on stage someplace every night in L.A., um, do you have a like a favorite spot you you pop into? You know, like a, on a regular, like every week. What's near me? I'm at the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood, mm-hmm. or at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. I love those. My two favorite because they're like they're close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I'm do you know anywhere. do you know Mick Betancourt? I'm sure know his face. Okay, he's a big comedian. Um, you know, he um, he's one of the one of the writers on um, like Law and Order, a bunch of big shows and shit. Oh, he's shit. actually, but he writes drama, but he's actually a comedian. Does, does he get up a lot? Maybe yeah, okay. like all the time. Check him out all the time. I'm actually going to be guesting on his show next week. There's so many comedians out here. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But how, not, how do you stand out as a comedian? I mean, because I'm a beast. <laughs> Let's be real. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I do me. I've learned to really just try to focus on what makes me funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The whole jokey jokes. No, I now I try to make it more personalized. Makes, I, it, makes it harder to steal. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean? that that's the thing. See, Mick talks about how when he first started, anybody could pretty much have done his jokes. Yeah, totally. Now he's talking about his life. Now exactly. he's talking about exactly. You know what I mean? How many years you been into the game uh, as a comedian? Ten years plus. Okay, so now you right at that age now, or at that time where you're supposed to start figuring your voice, your own voice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they they can steal your jokes, but they can't steal your style. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so you, so what's up? You gonna spit? 
Oh, yeah. You ready? You ready? Yeah, ready. Mm, 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 <laughs> mm. She laying by the pool, rubbing in some lotion. SBF 15 looking like a queen. That's all I got. <laughs> I got bores. I got bores. <laughs> 16 of them motherfuckers. Yeah. That's all I got. So, yo, you on Instagram or um, Instagram? Twitter? Instagram me at Jackson MCQ. That's J A C K M C Q. Snapchat, Jackson McQueen. What the fuck is Snapchat? Twitter, Jackson McQueen. Let's show you how old my old I love Snapchat, man. I love Snapchat. What is it? Is it like. Man, once you get on it, man, you'll see. Right. It's actually better than the, the Instagram to me. And everybody's on it? It's just y'all little... Hopefully they on it. Y'all on it? Because I want to see y'all. Ah! <laughs> the two ladies there, you know what I mean? Looking all tasty. <laughs> so, <laughs> hopefully they're... You know, I'll, I'll stalk them later. I'll stalk them. Yeah, you can stalk them later. Jackson McQueen. That's what's up. JAC, all that stuff, whatever. I have two last names. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all see how we do it on the Screenwriters Rant Room. We just silly, y'all. We hear it, like I said, we hear live at the mouthpiece screening over here at Sony Plaza. Plaza. That's some real shit right there. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Jackson. We yeah, appreciate man. it, buddy. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, say, I'll be back. Uh, keep a lookout for a mouthpiece at a theater or red box near you. <laughs> yeah. And we're back again. This time we got my man, the main man, David Merritt, you guys, director, writer, producer. Um, I know I'm missing 10 more hyphens. Uh, instructor for the uh, Brave New World. Yes, that sir. is some shit right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yo, man, first let me just start off, dude. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You know, every time I see you, you just fucking progress. <laughs> you are around the corner from being somebody important, and it's going to happen. Thank you, brother. Thank <clears throat> you. You know what I mean? I- I've watched you grow up in the sense of, of coming to L.A., Wanting to do your shit mm-hmm. and making shit happen. Thank you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I see you sitting in the pocket. Does that make sense to you? You, you know, you, you know how motherfuckers sit in the pocket like when mm-hmm. the, like they might be like like Josh. Mm-hmm. Like I watched Josh and we were talking earlier and you'll you hear it when you see the show. We're talking about how he was uncomfortable at first mm-hmm. when he watched himself tonight in particular, looking mm-hmm. at where he was three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And now where he is now. Now he's 24, uh-huh. he's a little more mature, mm-hmm. you know, he really was that kid. Yes. And I was like, that's yes. why David wanted you. That's why And I worked. was like, you sure? David's like, that's the guy. That's what we need, <laughs> right? Exactly. And I'm like, we need an actor. You're like, no, that's the motherfucker we need, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, get a little closer. And I said, um, I said um, that actually showed on the screen it needed the fish out of water. It needed somebody who was real like that. Mm-hmm. It may feel like, oh, I wasn't acting, you know, and, upsta- and, and being upstaged by these guys. But no, it needed somebody innocent. You really were the real motherfucker. Exactly. You feel me? You, you hit it right on the head. Yeah. And when we were talking outside, mm-hmm. um, Josh was saying that was his real life story. I believe When that. he came here, he literally just moved in with his cousin. Mm. And he just came from Chicago. He mm-hmm. was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. He'd never been to a club, mm-hmm. never drank. And so he was really a fish out of water, hanging with LaMonica, hanging with my boy Rasan Mitchell, who's his mm-hmm. cousin. And he's never seen this world before. So when he was acting, he was being himself. Mm-hmm. When he was uncomfortable, he was being himself. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we needed. Mm-hmm. We needed that genuine naivete. We needed that innocence, mm-hmm. which brought the... Um, it brought the 
the project to a level of truth. We brought it to because another level. Because he didn't level. need to act it. He was already there. He was mm-hmm. filming. Then he was nervous to be in film uh-huh. among all these pros with all these cameras and uh-huh. these freaking award-winning DPs and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I feel you. yeah, it was a combination. Mm-hmm. And when we had that scene with him and Randall Walker, shout out to Randall Walker. She mm-hmm. couldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. She's um, expecting her second child. Congratulations, Randall. Wow, that's And up. to your husband and your beautiful family. Mm-hmm. Um but when that scene with him and Randall Walker, when they're at the um, pool party, mm-hmm. that just really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with her being so sexy and she's been there, done it all, seen mm-hmm. it all. And then to have that with that naivete, with him being so innocent. Mm-hmm. And when she says, so you cool? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm chilling. <laughs> and so he we really felt that. that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we yeah. felt that awkwardness. And that's what really, to me, brought it to life. Okay. Okay, so let's just tell the kids, for the ones out there, let's give them just a little gist of what Mouthpiece is all about. So when we get to the end, we make sure we get that in there. Okay, Mouthpiece is about uh, like five gentlemen, five Mm -hmm. guys who Mm -hmm. become friends, who become brothers. And Mm -hmm. like brothers, you fight, Mm -hmm. you get pissed at each other. At Mm -hmm. the same time, you love each other. You Mm -hmm. create a bond. So I wanted to tell a story about five guys who come to Los Angeles and who are searching for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, they're looking for... um, Success. They're looking for opportunity. Mm-hmm. They're looking for love. <laughs> Sound familiar, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for sex. Yeah. And I did mention sex. <laughs> <laughs> four to four, five times. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's what it is to be young, you know, mm-hmm. and to come to Los Angeles and, and, and this world in which we live in is it's just so fragmented. And mm-hmm. being in Los Angeles, it's hard to make real relationships. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really get to know one, um, get to know someone mm-hmm. because, you know, this is such a transient place. True. Somebody you'll know one day will be gone the next. Mm-hmm. You know, people are always sleeping on somebody's couches. People are sleeping in their cars. Mm-hmm. People are trying to make it, not a, just an entertainment you know they're trying to make it in business they're Mm -hmm. trying to make it just a life here and so i really wanted to show something about these different people from different parts of life who come together who have a real friendship a real Mm -hmm. bond and who are are trying to make something out of themselves well let me tell you something here's something that i noticed today now i've seen all of the elevations of this film and i I was talking to each and every one of them Mm -hmm. talking about the progression you and i talked about progression all the time Mm -hmm. i love that you progress you Thank know, you. you started as a web series, you mm-hmm. moved on to a pilot. Mm-hmm. Now it's a fucking whole feature. F- almost get emotional. It's a movie. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank fucking, you. But see, you get it's it. It's a movie. People people have to see that it, it takes steps. Yeah. And you have to be Being able to. <laughs> <laughs> because, but see, but no, nah, the real thing is that you believed in it, man. Yeah. You saw the promise in the script. And the actors reacted when they mm-hmm. read the script. They're like, mm-hmm. this shit is funny it as hell. They was like, this is real. This mm-hmm. is me. Mm-hmm. I see myself in this. You know, mm-hmm. how they say the first thing you need to do as a writer, tell stories, you know. Absolutely. Tell stories is true. I told stories is really what happened to me in L.A., mm-hmm. happened to friends I know. Mm-hmm. You know, you get kicked out. You know, you're living on a couch, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you messed with some other girl. Now you're like, mm-hmm. shit, where the hell am I going to go now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, either, you know, you're... You ever been that person who's sitting in the bushes? Mm-hmm. Love makes you do crazy shit like that. You mm-hmm. waiting in the bushes, looking through the window, talking about, I know she home. Mm-hmm. I, know, I see a car. I know she home. What do you mean she ain't home? Mm-hmm. All those kind of things, mm-hmm. those crazy things mm-hmm. that love makes us do. <laughs> I see your feet up under the, <laughs> <laughs> under the curtain. That I, I see your feet under the curtain. <laughs> that shit. 
I, that must have lost me the last time. When I heard that tonight, I was well, that was the, gone, that was the newest dude. part. Was that new? Yeah, the that new part. Shit. So, um, <laughs> thank you, brother. So that evolution yes. of staying committed to a story—that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Staying committed to understanding this is a story that I feel that's important enough to be told. Mm-hmm. That's what drew I me mean, to the project. Talk about investing in your future. Mm-hmm. You were like the epitome of that. Thank you. Okay, who else is taking all those steps? You know, all these kids. You know, I call them kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the cast uh-huh. over years. You know, do you you were boyhood, you know, before that. Well, not before because uh-huh. he's a 12 year. But you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. were already on that tip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And look what happened to boyhood. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't something great happen for you in that type of a way? Thank you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so here's something else that I noticed that I just never noticed before. Now it's 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 really, you know, coming together. Now mm-hmm. I'm seeing a movie. Mm-hmm. Now I'm. When you first start the movie, you go, OK, there's a bunch of guys who, you know, they just like girls, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Boom. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers got issues. Mm-hmm. Right, each and every one of them actually have a real fucking heart up under there. They're all keeping face. Mm-hmm. They don't want the other dude to see how soft they are. Exactly, about they really are in love, but they all have to eventually admit it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That they really do feel a certain way. So that new ad- addition that you added, <clears throat> excuse me, with um with with three D and uh, uh what's his girls? Forgive me, her name. Uh, uh, Monica and Monica mm-hmm. when they're by the fireplace mm-hmm. was a real number one. I don't know. This is just me personally. Could Sean have done that three years ago? Yes. But now he's more mature. Mm -hmm. He still looks the same, Mm -hmm. but now he's more mature to really be able to deliver that shit. Mm -hmm. And it happened for a reason. Now I believe Exactly. You feel me? Mm -hmm. I was there. Things. You know what I mean? Man, you hit it on the head. Yeah. Because all those nuances, and you have to remember, we move at a very fast pace. like the way you write, you're an exceptional writer. You write very that. quickly. No, <laughs> I just know this. This yeah. is true. You know how to break down the script. You know how to move expeditiously mm-hmm. and get it done. I'm the same way as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I get things done quickly. Mm-hmm. I get my shots. I try to get powerful shots, and I try to move with an economy of time. Mm-hmm. We shot those inserts in one day. Really? So that shows the the, the growth of these actors. They're mm-hmm. able to command these kind of performances mm-hmm. at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if they were able to do that years ago. I, I agree. I agree. Even even freaking La Monica. I mean, they, they just mm-hmm. are all mature. I mean, Al has been on so many shows now. He's mm-hmm. settled in. It's kind of what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. You, you've settled in. You're Thank a man you. now. You're like, I got <laughs> this. You. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was with Robert Townsend on Wednesday night at the um, at the at the um, the, the Writers Guild. We did a um, tribute to Cooley High. Oh. And when I met Robert, he shook my hand. And he fucking bowed to me like as if I was important. And I was like, he sat, he settled in. He knows who the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. He don't have to prove nothing to nobody. No he gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. He got his millions. He's fine. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't even matter. You are still mm-hmm. just as important mm-hmm. than anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have that. You've mm-hmm. set in the pocket somewhere Thank where you. you're like, okay, I deserve this shit. Thank you. Oh. You feel me? It's real. You <laughs> know, you, we brother. go back. You know, uh-huh. we got a lot. We got yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. So for me mm-hmm. to see the progression, to me, gives me some shit that I can do. Makes mm-hmm. me feel like I, I need to. Maybe I was slipping on some shit I didn't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So it, to see me see you 
move forward and you got the Brave New World program mm -hmm. and you're here at fucking Sony, dude. We are here at Sony. <laughs> we are here at Everybody Sony. Everybody cannot say they screen in their fucking movie at Sony. Thank you. you know that, is, I mean? that is accomplishment. And shout out to Sony. Yes. Sony Electronics, Sony Pictures for um, taking care of us and treating yes. us like family. Mm -hmm. And um, we want to make sure we keep bringing more diversity Absolutely. and more powerful images and diverse images to the screen. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm just, man, I'm just excited. I feel blessed. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like anything can happen. Right now, yeah. we're at a it's like the Wild West right now mm -hmm. and of, of just seeing new diverse characters come to light, mm -hmm. you know, from Empire to Blackish. This is perfect time right to now. To fresh babe. off the boat. It's just so it's many times. Time. And to uh, and to and, and creative things and what you can do from going to online. Mm -hmm. You can go to Hulu. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything is just blasting open in which they need more content. Yes. People need to see more diverse stories told mm -hmm. from different points of view. Sure. And so, and I think we all have something powerful to say. And that's what I wanted to say with this. this well, let me ask you. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, no, I noticed, no. I can't remember if somebody asked a question about this at the end. Mm. They said something about it was like really nice seeing like a bunch of, you know, young black men mm -hmm. who aren't, you know, drug dealers and whatever. I can't remember if that's what I heard. Mm -hmm. For some reason, that's what I fucking heard. Yeah. But <laughs> I got to give it to you. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Nobody was like some... Yo, nigga, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it wasn't no hood no. stuff. No, no, no. These no. are like middle class black kids. Motherfucker, mm -hmm. yes, there's plenty of us like that. Mm -hmm. You know, who are those guys? Professionals, all of them. Professional dudes. You look at them, one is a business owner, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, another one, um, Jimmy, who plays Australian, he's a stockbroker, mm -hmm. you know, in commodities. Mm -hmm. Then we have another one, which is um, Lincoln, which um, Jax McQueen plays. Mm -hmm. He's an accountant. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we have, of course, um, Sean, which is the video game entrepreneur, which, which is loosely based off of your friends. Who yeah. that's the jobs they have. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. And you mm -hmm. were in video games yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, exactly. You know? I did all the stuff with WWE. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so to me, that was important. And I got to tell you, with 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 being in the new era that we're mm -hmm. in right now, mm -hmm. why your show is so important to me now. Now that I'm taking a step and looking at. The progression of it and, and, and being in this era right now, it is so needed right now for a movie like this because it'll speak to a lot of people who can relate. And mm -hmm. you know what you're showing? What's that? Fucking beautiful people of color. It ain't Thank just black people. No, it's you got Latinos and Russians, and I mean, you got Asians. You got Asian, the whole Hispanics. rainbow. I mean, you are everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, man. You we know really what I mean? wanted, and I'm glad you see that. When you see mouthpiece, you're going to see a beautiful array of people. Mm -hmm. You know, gorgeous people. Black, white, Asian, uh, Latino, Russian, mm -hmm. you know, um, gay, uh, lesbian, whatever. It's just a beautiful array of people who are living mm -hmm. and just trying to make it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Who just trying to identify. Trying That's the to, big city. Yeah, it's the big yeah. city. It's just trying yeah. to make a connection, mm -hmm. trying to make sense out of things, mm -hmm. but in a comedic way. Yes. And, you know, at the end of the day, you see these people, like when he says it ends, so... <laughs> So y'all cool? You know, y'all squash that? And that's what boys do. Mm -hmm. You know, you shake hands, mm -hmm. you hug it out, mm -hmm. and let's go into the, the next adventure. Mm -hmm. yeah? mm -hmm. oh, you did it, dude. You did, really <laughs> did. You know, and I'm, I'm prayerful. I'm hopeful. Thank you. That, you know, that somebody will see what we saw tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, and be like, okay, we can put this somewhere. You Thank know what you. I mean? We should do something with I would love to see it go to TV, too. Fucking why not? That's, that's you know, what I'm hoping, some, man. If we can handle Empire, with, it's sexy to me, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? With Cookie, with stuff she does. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Some very of the guys, sexy. I mean, they, they really give you a mm -hmm. lot to play with in mm -hmm. all kind of ways. So I think it there's a space for it now, mm -hmm. you know, 
I think HBO and those guys, I know you looked at them a while ago, mm-hmm. but now they need to look at you with them another point of view. But, but see, you what, what to I mean? your point is that we're, we're breaking down a lot of barriers because now we're doing it on network te- television okay. with Fox. Now mm-hmm. we're not only just doing it That's with right. HBO, with Showtime. Right. So Fox is starting to take chances. Yeah. So hopefully we see some place like a BET mm-hmm. takes chances as well. Hopefully we see you know um, some other great things coming from Amazon. And um, Hulu. So it's going to be a lot of places. Yeah, Netflix. Oh, man, Netflix. Mm -hmm. And so we already see groundbreaking things happening with AMC. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a lot of places in which we can go to break stereotypes Mm -hmm. and really be trailblazers and show, you know, who we are in all different kind of ways. Because I think it's it's enough space for us to show who we really are in different kind of ways. Mm -hmm. Because it's so many different parts of the African-American diaspora, Mm -hmm. you know, from African-American middle class to lower middle class Mm -hmm. to upper class. And it's and then you go to Latino Mm -hmm. and then we have Asian. Then we have Mm -hmm. it's so many things. It's no one person you see. That's why it's so beautiful about Los Angeles. It's truly a melting pot. And you have when you go out to an area, you see everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody's kicking it. Everybody's Mm -hmm. having fun. Everybody's, you know, when you just had those people in here just now, you're interviewing with Josh. You saw Mm -hmm. various different races Mm -hmm. just sitting here talking to you. You saw various different people sit down and interview about mouthpiece. But that's the future. Mm-hmm. The future is an interracial, mm-hmm. you know, future. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to look like us. We're going <laughs> to nah. look way different than this because <laughs> people are going to start inbreeding even more. Mm-hmm. You know, you're seeing it so much now. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep doing that to the 10th degree. And the next thing you know, mm-hmm. you know, certain people are going to be weeded out. Let's just be real about it. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be, we, my motherfucker is going to be weeded out. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but not even about a blending. What I, what I want to celebrate, I want to celebrate the differences. Mm-hmm. Like what I love is like Tati brought that Russian kind of sexiness. Yeah. You know, that was very unique. And I thought I, I found it uh, very alluring. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I loved um, Jimmy, you know, mm-hmm. what is um, Aussie accent. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those are spices. I feel mm-hmm. all of those are beautiful spices. Mm-hmm. And then we um, have, you know, somebody from the South like Jackson McQueen. Mm-hmm. And he was a Southern African-American. Then we mm-hmm. have Sean, who's from London, mm-hmm. you know, but plays American, but still comes at it a different way. Mm-hmm. And then you have a Midwest guy like Josh. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, my boy from the West Coast. LaMonica Garrett, mm-hmm. you know, who's very even kill and gay, who was really a nice solid frame which you could build mouthpiece on. Yes. That's what LaMonica brought, some really mm-hmm. solid acting. Mm-hmm. Then we had that hot spiciness of a Latina, Jez mm-hmm. Meza. You know, she came in, wielded a knife, and then we <laughs> saw the real. Because she came to me, and that's when I started writing. She said, I want to show a different side of this character. Oh, okay. You saw me smack him. You saw mm-hmm. me mad. And you saw me fiery. Mm-hmm. But it has but to she be. she was in it. She committed to oh, that man. moment, too, didn't she? she I was like, it. oh, there's real tears. Like, <laughs> yeah. And when she came back, and I said, you know what? I'm going to write something specifically for you. Mm. And when she came back, man, her acting was on point. And mm-hmm. that scene with her and LaMonica, to me, transformed the whole film. Mm-hmm. It took it from something that was kind of frivolous and fun, mm-hmm. like an entourage, to mm-hmm. something real. And we all saw real raw emotions. Mm-hmm. She was really going to a place. You could see she was in that place. Mm-hmm. And it just transcended to something in which we all can relate to. We always all you have know, been hurt in some kind of way. You know what I like about <clears throat> the new additions to the, the script? Is that that's what you went back and did. That's in particular. True, you added more funny stuff in moments. Mm-hmm. But you went back and added, added more heart mm-hmm. to every character at some point. Even freaking um, Cochise has a moment mm-hmm. where he's got, I'm sorry. Um, Jimmy um, Costas. Uh, no, no, I'm thinking about Jackson McQueen. Okay, even, yes. Even, mm-hmm. even Five Foot yeah. has a moment where he has to sit in the pocket mm-hmm. and go, 
I probably made a mistake. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? But I'm glad Somewhere, you noticed that. Yeah. Because we understand now why he acts so like five feet, yeah. why he acts so crazy, mm-hmm. why he, he's so out there. Mm-hmm. He's the wild card. Mm-hmm. It's because he's fighting. I love that new edition of the dog. <laughs> that shit slipped inside of Thanks, it. man. That shit was funny as fuck, dude. Because, you know, it's like you got to have <laughs> fun with it. <laughs> and he's just a, he just created a levity we needed, you mm-hmm. know, so that, you know, if we're down here serious, he'll bring it back up, bring up the energy. Mm-hmm. And then we come back down with some realism. Then he'd bring us back up. If you notice, everybody had a smile on their face anytime that character came on screen. Mm-hmm. Anytime you would just think about that character, he made you smile. Mm-hmm. So it was a certain magic that he brought to the scene. Yeah, he has a little bit of that, that fairy dust. Yeah, he will, has a little you know of the I mean? it factor. Yeah, it's yeah. More like, I, I always try to tell him he has that. Mm-hmm. And I want him to embrace that. Mm-hmm. Um also, I like the um, scene in which he was talking about his own relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like everything was perfect, man, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But he has a different view of marriage. He mm-hmm. feels everything changed when he put the ring on. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. probably him who changed. Yeah. And so it's like all these characters are starting to take some introspect on, on themselves, okay. you know, and trying to take, um, try to take, trying to see where they are and, you know, see where they have to go mm-hmm. in a sense, you know. Okay. And so that's what I really liked about it. I had to sit down with a couple of writers. I talked with Lena Waithe as well. Mm-hmm. And so when she first saw the script, she was like, yeah, Shout okay. out to Lena. Shout mm-hmm. out Lena. And she was like, this is cool, but it seems like it can go deeper, mm-hmm. you know? And like you can go a lot deeper with this. I mm-hmm. understand, you know, it's like a swinger, like an entourage, but what else can you bring to it? And so that's when I wanted to go back myself and say, you know, I, I wanted to do a service to myself mm-hmm. and my friends and mm-hmm. show that, you know, it's different levels to a man. It's different mm-hmm. levels to I just who we are being a man in a modern society sure. you know mm. uh, of of trying to be honest and knowing that that's only one or two people you can be honest with mm-hmm. sometimes you can't even be honest with your boys sure because you have to put on this certain persona mm-hmm. around them mm-hmm. but behind closed doors you know who you really are and so Good I point. wanted to open up to that mm. and show that kind of man I think you did I think it, when I take a step and look at the progression of everything that we've that you've done, I can see, oh wow, now there's real character. Now there's mm-hmm. now the studio can be like, okay, now we can develop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now I can see it's not just a series of vignettes, now mm-hmm. it's story. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's character. Now mm-hmm. it's plot. Now you know what I mean? Now everything is really coming together. So I can just see the progression that it's Thank you. in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you notice Definitely. that little shot of Sean at the very end mm-hmm. where he's looking out over the city. Hmm. I wanted to make that like he's thinking about his future. Mm. You know, he's thinking about, you know, his upcoming marriage. But at the same time, you know, you saw he was up to the same antics mm-hmm. again at the bar. Mm-hmm. And I had turned around on him mm-hmm. when that girl was more bottom heavy than he was. was People don't know that, but <laughs> he's always saying he's bottom heavy. He's well hung. Mm-hmm. So he meets a chick who he thinks is a chick. He's more well hung than him. So, <laughs> so shout out on that. But... um. It's like he's still up to his own annex, but he has to come to um, realize there's going to be a time he have to stop playing games. Mm-hmm. You have to man up. Mm-hmm. I'll lose a great woman like the mm-hmm. woman he has because mm-hmm. he knows he has a great woman. Mm-hmm. Everyone tells him he has a great woman. You can see this is a great woman yeah, who's being patient with him. Mm-hmm. But it, she even has a limit herself and she tells him. 
And I was talking with my lady, shout out to Patricia Merritt, a beautiful woman. <laughs> and um, I was talking with my wife and we were like saying, it's like, look, if you're going, because she's the character of Monica. Okay. She's like, if you're going to put me in here, you're going to have to let me represent. Mm. You have yeah, because I did like, <laughs> I liked that you thought she was going to be like, okay. But she was like, okay, if you're coming back, motherfucker. Okay, you're going to do shit my way. Exactly. She, she flipped it. She was like, you think I'm soft, but I'm really not soft. I will be mm-hmm. out of here in a fucking minute. I was like, ooh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I love you, but I don't love you more yes. than I love me. Yes. And that's a profound moment. Yes. You know, I love you. I'll take time with you. I haven't been here. I haven't been with you when you went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. I had your back. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to make me waste my time, mm-hmm. no, I don't love you more than I love me. I'll mm-hmm. be out of here. And see, I think that's why that scene resonated so much because you made it personal. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You were, you didn't, it wrote itself. Sure, indeed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, if me and my girl were having an argument, this is what the fuck would happen. Exactly. Matter of fact, I remember this shit like yesterday. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, the fastest fucking scene you probably ever did too. <laughs> well, you just have to like you, you got to write from the heart. Yes. You got to write. When people can see on the screen what's true and what's not. Mm-hmm. I think those pieces when people go back and think if they say why they like the film, mm-hmm. I think subconsciously it'll be because of those scenes. Sure. Especially with the females. Mm-hmm. I love how one female yelled out. He said, "So marry me." I know. And one female yelled out, "Hell no." <laughs> That was hilarious. That said, Hell no. <laughs> but see, that's why we want a TV show mm-hmm. because we feel you can get invested in those characters. Mm-hmm. And I was but see, that means she was. Mm-hmm. She was. Otherwise, what the fuck, why would she say anything? Exactly. If she didn't care, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you got her. Mm-hmm. So that exactly. is a good sign. I see her. the point you're saying. Yes. Because when you get audience involvement, that's, that's when right. you know you got them. When people mm-hmm. get upset, when people mm-hmm. laugh, when people mm-hmm. screen, um, yell at the screen, mm-hmm. you know. Even at Sony. That's why I'm glad I, um, people did. I was telling people, have fun. Let's mm-hmm. have fun here. Mm-hmm. And so I, as you remember, at Supper Club, they went crazy. Yeah. They went crazy. It was a different what, environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I told mm-hmm. you, and you're going to have a lot more of these type of screenings. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like that. And remember, full of industry people, too. Mm-hmm. Industry people are like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People with, the, with Supper Club, people had a couple drinks already. You know what I mean? The music <laughs> yeah. was bumping. It uh-huh. was a little more loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. When you're in a little studio... People are like, you know, somebody mm-hmm. has to break the ice. Somebody mm-hmm. has to, ha, ha, ha. You know what I mean? Somebody then has to do that, that. So they go, oh, we can do that? Exactly. You know what I mean? And so that's why yeah. I felt good with those first couple of scenes. And mm-hmm. as you well know, as soon as we start off the show, we started with laughs. Mm-hmm. We get people breaking the ice and sure. letting them know it's time to have fun. Yeah. And that's what the show is about, man. We want people to know that these are characters in which you can fall in love with. You can grow with. You can see that they're severely flawed. Mm-hmm. But they're reminders of ourselves. And they have... You know, um, you see opportunities of a better self. Mm-hmm. You see this person striving to be a better person, uh, much like all of us. Absolutely. And so that's why we're we're excited about having an opportunity to taking this out and pitching it mm-hmm. as a TV show. So people look out for Mouthpiece, the TV show. Mm-hmm. And also we're going to have opportunity to take this to theaters and um, have this as an original um, production on um cable network as well yeah well thank you man i'm excited to see you know what happens next please keep me up on what's going down i will and i want to say thank you again for your excellent work on production thank you man thank you um we um i learned a lot on it yeah i I learned so many things that like i didn't ever had to get a permit for a fucking place before Uh you know now i know how to do that shit you know what i mean so there Uh were things that we had to do Mm -hmm. that we understand now how to Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so there were there were great things that came out of that freaking production for me great that I embraced. And I always tell mm-hmm. people, if there was something that, that you didn't like on the set or whatever, mm-hmm. embrace what you did get mm-hmm. and take that 
you know, and, and make it into something good. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what I've learned. I'm like, okay, I can handle. Wow, we had a big fucking set. A big cast, a big crew. We had I mean, a it was huge. A lot if of you people. look at the credits of Mouthpiece, there's a lot yes. of moving parts. Yes. And for us to do that in seven days, people, we shot this movie in seven days mm-hmm. over several years, and we pull it together. Mm-hmm. We did an exceptional job with exceptional, incredible crew. Shout out to the Mouthpiece crew. Absolutely. I just want to thank you, Steve Mason. Thank you, Leslie Maubenberger. Thank you, Ryan Posters. Those mm-hmm. are my... Um, Baumgartner, excuse me. Those are my um, DPs. Mm-hmm. And they did an exceptional job of keeping the look consistent. Yeah, it looks the same. And so we kept everything uh, a beautiful, consistent look. Mm-hmm. And um, just everybody did such a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, my man, Reggie Watkins, he did, he's an actor, but he also did a great job of doing scene locations mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, you he got, got us tight ass locations. Dude. Dope scenes. Yeah, I mean. So uh, shout out to Reggie for getting those mm-hmm. incredible locations. And I just want to say again, man, I'm just proud of my cast. They just did a great job. You know, they came to play. Mm-hmm. Every time it was time for us to shoot, they were on point. They knew mm-hmm. the lines. And you're going to see these people everywhere. Mm-hmm. You're already seeing LaMonica Garrett from oh, Sons yeah. of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. He's in Daddy's Home with Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And um, it's produced uh, by Will Ferrell. Oh, wow. And he's coming up on another new pilot. He's mm-hmm. um, in Rizzoli and Isles also. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the world is our oyster, man. We're going mm-hmm. to start, wor- we're gonna start working. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you're going to see me, David Merritt. You're going to see Hilliard Guest, mm-hmm. we got next. Mm-hmm. And we're going to blow it up, man. That's what's up. We're going to blow man. it up. Where, where, where can people find you right quick? Tell them where they can find you. Yeah, um, you can find me. Um, you can look at Mouthpiece on Instagram. We mm-hmm. have a new Instagram for Mouthpiece. Okay, you're also going to look at Brave New World mm-hmm. on Instagram. Okay. Um, Brave New World, I just want to tell you real quick. Um, it's I created a program for minority students. It's minority kids, period. Mm -hmm. Anybody Mm -hmm. who are minorities, 18 to 24, if you want to come and learn how to write and direct and produce on a Hollywood soundstage, Mm -hmm. it's the only program like this in the world Mm -hmm. in which we bring you into a Hollywood soundstage and we teach you how to create a product. We did films last year with Keenan Ivory Wayans. Mm -hmm. This year we did sitcoms. We'd love to invite you back for the screening. Uh, We've got some good food. Mm -hmm. um, Wolfgang Puck is coming. He's going to get some some great food. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, this year we taught them the art of the um, sitcom pilot. And we had Lena Waithe. She came in and Mm -hmm. spoke. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what's going on, man. And you can find me at King David Films. Um, I'm also on Instagram, David Merritt. The second, that's two lowercase eyes mm-hmm. on Instagram, but um, also King David Films on Twitter. Word. That's what's up. Well, thanks, Dave. Thank I you. I appreciate brother. it. So, Thank hey, you everybody, so man, y'all heard it today. This was a really special episode. Um, on location, you, my man location came out. At Sony, getting it in for y'all. <laughs> you know, got to interview all, a lot, some of the actors. You know, I wish we could have got L, mm-hmm. you know, LaMonica Garrett in here. We'll definitely get but him. We'll, we'll get him. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's got all these fucking shows going uh-huh. on. I might uh-huh. have to just do one. Maybe we'll I can one both just y'all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's up. So, um, again, y'all know how we do it. Say it with me. We're going to say 2015. Okay. Um, so y'all know how we do it on the, on the rant room. You know what we like to do. We just like to have fun and shit. So here, uh, check me out on Twitter at Hilliard Guest, or you can follow us at ScreenwritersRR. You have any questions for us? ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. Special, special shouts out for just a couple quick countries. Canada, uh, the United Kingdom, Germany, um, France, um, South Africa, Australia, dude, wow. it's crazy. 
It's getting it's nuts. crazy. It's getting crazy up here, y'all. You feel me? That That's is, what it is. Man, I try to tell people, bro. Mm-hmm. That's God who's taking you to a yeah. whole other level, man. Yeah. From one place to the next to the next. All I do is promote this on Facebook and and um, Twitter. That's it. But that's the best word of mouth. (laughs) You're starting to get people just talking. I don't have shit. You know what I mean? People just starting to blow up. What you talking about? Because they get real shit. You get the real thing about the craft. Yes. Learning the craft right here, one on one. That's what's up. Y'all heard it from David. David Merritt right there. So y'all know how we do it on the rant room. We keep it street. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what? 2015. Peace, y'all. Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the rap room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it And anybody can get it, no limit We get to kill it, we tuning it to the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping Any topic, even the random random. I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit, welcome to the rap room Ah.